So, uh, cars on the table here. My <laughs> boss may be watching, and she recently took me on a ghost tour of Vacaville. <laughs> and I'm 100% a skeptic. But I, my goal for that day was to not yuck anybody's yum. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to be the person who was invited to do this cool thing right, and just right, be right. like, <laughs> yeah. I had a lot of fun. I met, oh, a, cool. I met a ghost prostitute. <laughs> Oh, nice. <laughs> she died from syphilis. Oh, that's I do. Mm-hmm. Can I assure that my boss, who I was just talking about, texted me to know that let me know she is tuning in while also on a ghost walk. <laughs> oh wow, your your boss is really into wow. ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> what, wait, what job do you have? Never not ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, uh, boo. Uh, <laughs> And enjoy, enjoy your ghosting. I can do the stab theme. <laughs> oh, do it! Yeah, I'm, I want. In a to... world where people are writing stuff the way that it was meant to be, three comedians yeah. are gonna write some stuff in a short amount of time, probably for the last time, oh, yeah. in a show called <laughs> Stab. All right, I'm counting that because this is an opening. So <laughs> this is Stab. <laughs> Welcome to the semifinals of Stab's 10th anniversary tournament. Only four more shows before I give somebody like 40 bucks or something. I'm still not still not sure about that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that does sound like about half of the proceeds of the three months worth of shows, though. Uh, so let's meet. Uh, tonight's panelists. Uh, we'll put the music in later. Uh, our first panelist. Our first panelist is not at liberty to, to discuss the details of his pending case, but just know it's rad as hell. He's one half a raptor on a horse. It's Eric Barger. Oh, there it is. Uh, our second panelist bring. <laughs> our second panelist binge watches entire seasons. Don't spoil fall 2023. He's been waiting all year for it. He's director of Squad Patrol. It's Marco Gabodi. Oh. Oh. And our third panelist has never met a button that she is sure she isn't cuter than. She's a, she's a stab show favorite. It's Jacqueline Wyan. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones. Part-time good guy. Full-time meh guy. Uh, welcome to the stab show. Uh, now into the real heat of the meat of the STAB 10-year anniversary tournament. It smells like steak, but tastes like chicken. Now let's meet tonight's panel. Hey, Eric. Hello. Hi there. Hi. How are you? <laughs> oh my gosh. Jesse. Yeah. You know I'm, you know I'm pissed at you. Oh shit, what did I do now? Well, you, you know what I like to do yes. on STAB. Okay. And you know... That I need some damn prep time. And yeah. yesterday, you sent the prompts at 7 p.m. That's not true. It's 6.07, I think. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> right before the Big Brother double eviction. Oh. The most exciting episode of the season. I didn't and, realize. <laughs> and also on a day where I had been up since 6 a.m. Oh. So I was up last night trying to write my stuff yeah. and i was damn tired and then today i didn't have my proper amount of time to do my prep <laughs> so i came on the zoom and i was just like uh, uh, i'm crafting <laughs> yeah uh just to make sure 
everybody fully understands uh, <laughs> what Eric means by prep. It's uh, he didn't have as much time as he needed to make his popsicle stick puppets. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. So it's a staple. Pops- it's a staple. Popsicle stick puppets. Um, they're. I gotta be honest with you. They're a little lacking tonight. Um, and I'm. You know what? I apologize in advance. I know that people come to me expecting really good yeah. popsicle stick puppetry well, and. I'm just really scared that I'm going to let people down. Well, you can fully lay all of the blame on me, obviously. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I didn't need you to agree with that. <laughs> you could have rushed to my defense. but uh, No, you should do turn those in late. <laughs> they he's, were, he's they, right. They were on the later side. I will give you that. Hold on. I'm going to make sure Eric's framed properly. We want that, uh, that pretty face in there. It looks there. like you're going to shoot him. <laughs> Can I just share that um, that weeks ago I requested a half day yesterday at work using my vacation time oh, so that I had all day to prepare. <laughs> you're, you're a horrible monster. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was having yeah. a hard time. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you think yeah. everybody writes these yeah. an hour before. <laughs> But you know what? Some of us actually care. I'm sorry. I'm still phoning it in ten and a half years in. That's. I apologize. Some of us love your show. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'll try and I'll try and regain the same love others have for this. <laughs> yeah. I was just. Ugh, it was a. I, it's like you're in a band and you hate playing the hits. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? All of this is actually rejuvenating. This is this is relighting, uh, relighting the pilot light in the ghost house of my heart. <laughs> well, all right. Well, Eric, um, I apologize. Uh, how about how about I turn it back around on you though? Where's fucking Raptor on a horse, Eric? Yeah. Hey. We've written a script. You know what? I would say writing freaking five paragraphs is a lot easier than <laughs> making an entire stop motion series. Sure. Try doing it every week for ten and a half years. You know what? I don't need to be defensive right now. I'm happy Challenge accepted. <laughs> I'm happy to have you here. We're all looking forward to, to Raptor on a horse, so hopefully we get that. Um as soon as you're able. How about that? Thank How about you. that? Well, right now, if you want to catch something I'm working on, oh. you can catch the hit series while she was sleeping oh, yeah, on right. my Instagram and on my YouTube at It Electric. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the plug, Eric. Uh, good to have you. Um, yeah. Sorry. Sorry I was late. Uh, Marco, hi there. Hey, Jesse. Hi. You were late. I know. That's, that's what I hear. That's what I hear. It's okay. Uh, it I, isn't. I, I did okay. No, it wasn't okay. <laughs> should hold myself to a higher standard. I understand. I realize. I recognize. How are you? I'm all right. Yeah. Other than this took all day because you were late. <laughs> it was, you know. I, I still thought getting it by six, that's like after work for most people. You got an evening, but apparently you need the Big Brother uh, double elimination as well. Yeah, I'm so, really into Big Brother. You know, know this. I know. You know, I watch television. I so <laughs> I've much. watched a TV show since like 2005. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. No. Um, how how are 
How are things? Oh, they're good. Yeah? Yeah. How's the how's patrolling all the squads? Oh, it was really fun. I, we did yep. a really good show that like nobody saw, like 18 people. So it, was real, it wasn't very many people at the last show. Yeah. But the show was great. Sure. And the one before that was great. Yeah. And I got a turtle, and I dug a pond. That's what I did recently. Oh, well. Yeah. That right. sucked. Well, yeah. Digging sucks. Yeah. Well... <laughs> Just in case anybody was under the impression it did not suck. Well, you the uh, <laughs> <laughs> the noise you make at people who dig. There's a guy outside. You're like, oh man, oh sorry about that. This is hard. Well, that just that implies that you didn't half-ass this pond. You didn't. Uh, just... It's three feet deep. Okay. Because a turtle apparently needs three feet. I found a turtle. Yes. In the middle of. Fair Oaks Boulevard. That's not where turtles go. Four traffic. That's not where turtles go. And, uh, and we, me, and, me and Adrian were driving, and they were like, we were like, she was like, don't run over that rock that's moving. <laughs> and then I pulled over, and there was a turtle in the road. Hmm. Like, in like four lanes in the middle. And I ran over there and picked it up, and oh. I dropped it because I've never touched a turtle. Ew, ew, ew. Is it going to get me? And then I was like, no. And then I kicked it, and Adrian's like, what the hell? Don't kick turtles. I'm like, ah, and I picked it back up because they can't get you. And then I was going to, I was like, let's release it into the ocean. Or not the, the, the lake mm-hmm. or the river. And then they were like, don't, you don't get to do that. It's a it's an invasive species. Mm. So you had to kill it. So that's what actually they'll do if you turn it in. So we, I kept him and oh. built him a pond. He's gonna live in my my yard <laughs> for the next hundred and fifty years. <laughs> He's a little turtle. Well, unless they're like goldfish, they get bigger based on how big the area yeah. is. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's it's still got the lifespan, as far as I understand, which I do not. But I'm pretty sure that's going to uh, outlive you and your children. Yeah, probably. So. Also, turtles suck. They're not good pets. Because <laughs> they're not fun. Like, even a snake, you can hold it, and it's like, you're mm. like, yay, a snake is on my arms. But a turtle's just like, fuck you. I hate you. I'm going <laughs> to snap your fingers off. Put mm. me down. And then, so you just can look at it. All right. So you're just, you're boarding an ingrate fucking animal. Yeah. That uh, you could have just left him out there, and he could have been a speed bump in yeah. literal minutes. Yeah. But that's wow. because I'm not. You need to go out there like every day and just say that right in his face. No, but you know what? When I meet the Dalai Lama, he'll hug me. Okay. You and know what's what? he gonna do to you? He's gonna be like, "You put that script out late." <laughs> yeah. Could you not have gotten that out sooner? Anyway, <laughs> twenty-six hours is not enough. Can you find something out for me? Do they like being toothbrushed? Because there's that video where the the turtle's getting a toothbrush and it's like wiggling around, and like half the comments are like, "That's great, he loves it." The other half is, uh, "This is so cruel. He's doing that because it hurts." Oh no! Now I have to toothbrush my turtle. Yeah, no, you gotta, I didn't know this. Know. You know what? When I started this show ten and a half years ago, uh, I was not prepared for the day when I was going to hear the sentence, "Oh no! Now I have to toothbrush my turtle." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this was a thing though. That's really. But here we are. I have to do it. Do they put stuff on it? I don't know. Turtle wax, clearly. <laughs> um, Crap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Hmm. Well. <laughs> Made four turtles but from turtles. <laughs> that's the word. <laughs> All right. That's like, that's like a good thing. Yeah. Turtle. <laughs> it's the circle of turtle. Um. Yeah. Turkle jerk. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. Uh, congratulations. I'll let you know how it goes because if I put him in the pond, he dies or something. I, you know. 
I dug a big hole for nothing. <laughs> well, now you can, yeah, you can now bury that. Well, turtle. now I, no, I, I got a dumpster. I don't have dirt to bury him even if I wanted to. He's no. just gonna be at the bottom, and the, pool, the pond's not going away. Well, <laughs> you got a water feature. All right, uh, thank you, Marco. Yeah. Um, uh, good stuff. Uh, <laughs> hey, Jacqueline. Hi, hello. Hi there. Hey. Uh, how are How are you? Um, I'm sorry I cost you a half day. Um, no, I was fine. Yeah. I came back to work because I'm like, hey, guys, actually, I don't... <laughs> I'll just clock out when when I get it. And then at 2 p.m., I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. All right. And well, then I just scrolled TikTok for four hours. Mm. Oh, now I'm even sorrier. <laughs> uh, um, what, what have you been up to since... What was it like... A couple months ago when you Oh, were... all kinds of things. Yeah. Um Sunday we're gonna ride roller coasters. Oh shit. Where are you yeah. guys going? Um Six Flags. Nice. Cool. Marine uh, World. Yeah. Is it nope. Is it Six Flags? Nope. It's, it's always Marine World to yeah. me. Yeah. Oh. It's always Marine, Marine World, World Africa, Africa USA. USA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hi, we're all from Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well awesome. Uh, does Great America still exist? Is that over there? I don't know. Where is that? It's yes. wasn't that uh, Vallejo or yeah, no? That's, that's it's in, it's near or San, it's in or near San back, Jose. Or whatever. Huh. It's on the way. It was the I don't know. Um, I wasn't sure if that was the same. Like no. they combined that. It has Top Gun. Yeah. You know what we did the other day is we what? got really stoned and watched uh, POV roller coaster videos <laughs> to prepare ourselves. Sure. And Corey, I, he's such an empath. He was getting really spooked. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Get, and after one, he said, "Like that wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be." Oh, well, good. <laughs> you guys really get into the turns. You're yeah, a bunch. We're like, Ooh, yeah. tummy. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So this weekend, mm-hmm. Sunday. All right. Nice. Good on you. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> be here watching Open Mike. Aww. <sighs> wow, that's rude. Yeah. No, it's not rude. It's accurate. I was talking about roller coasters. I was going to get some dipping Dots. No. Awesome. Oh. It's the ice cream of the present, I, I believe. No I love it's the ice cream of the future, but it makes me feel so nostalgic. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when this was the future? <laughs> the ice cream of the future of the 80s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. Um, you don't, <clears throat> you wisely don't uh, do much of the comedies anymore. I'm going to get back Are you getting there. back to it? Yeah. All right, good. Unfortunately. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, oh, wait. This did uh, load while we were dicking around. It took <laughs> that long? Well, it was a while ago. Uh, but the dicking around being introducing you guys. Um, <laughs> so let's finally get to the program. Sure, we've got a 9 o'clock, but who can say? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... Muted. Hold on. I did I that so professionally. Any? Oh, see, I muted it so you wouldn't hear it when I was open. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Segment one. It's reorganization. Police procedurals are extremely popular. I've never gotten into them because, really, how many times are we going to let butlers terrorize people before we start vacuuming our own vestibules? But aside from it being an apparently important thing in the real world, CSI, or Crime Scene Investigation, 
has been the backbone of gold standards, of war horses, of American television for what seems like, I don't know, a long time probably. But we here at Stab oddly aren't interested in crime scenes, despite <laughs> what our name might lead you to believe. So how about we forget what CSI might already stand for or represent, and instead give us who or what else CSI might stand for or represent to you? Uh, Eric, that's the order that I've got things going. Eric, let's hear your CSI. All right. <clears throat> hey there, kids. Do you love the Care Bears? Yeah! <laughs> Do you love to give them hugs? Yeah! Well, then you're going to love the Cuddly Shrimp Imps. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, we made a stuffed animal that's just like a Care Bear, except it's a big shrimp. Can we give them hugs? Of course you can give them hugs. And you don't have to worry about their skin breaking open like a regular Care Bear, because just like a real shrimp, we've given them a hard plastic exoskeleton. That doesn't sound very cuddly. Maybe it's not cuddly in the traditional sense, but don't worry. The cuddly shrimp imps can give you hugs with their long periopods and pleopods. Mm. Do you mean the long creepy shrimp legs? <laughs> no, they're not creepy. They're cute. <laughs> Sir, mine looks like a plastic bag filled with water. Ooh, looks like you got the one modeled after a tiger shrimp, so which is transparent so you can see its entire digestive system. Mm. Why is there a tube of brown goop down its stomach? Well, as I said, you can see its entire digestive system right down to it excreting its waste. But for an additional $15.99, you can buy the Divine Devainer. <laughs> this looks like a kitchen knife with a heart drawn on it. That's right. Sir, mine smells funny. Well, Care Bears smell too, don't they? Yeah, but mine smells like a dirty beach. Well, that's because we filled every cuddly shrimp imp with two pounds of raw, unpeeled shrimp. <laughs> Isn't that dangerous to leave out? That's right, it is. That's why every cuddly shrimp imp comes with a handbook on the food temperature danger zones. <laughs> what does that mean? It means you'll need to store your stuffed animal at a temperature above 140 degrees or below 40 degrees Fahrenheit to prevent it from developing foodborne pathogens. This is really not fun. Why did you make this? Everybody at Hasbro said I was crazy. Oh, Dan Thunder, they'd say. Nobody wants a hyper-realistic shrimp to cuddle with. Oh, they didn't think I would march into every Chuck E. Cheese in the area, stand up on a soapbox, and preach the magic of cuddly shrimp imps. <laughs> and they didn't think that I would pay each and every one of you $14 to march to the Hasbro offices and demand that cuddly shrimp imps be brought to shelves today! So what do you say, kids? Yeah! <laughs> Come on now! Let's do the shrimp imp countdown! <laughs> Tell Hasbro they are wrong! <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Eric. Oh, <clears throat> to think we're not going to get a Dan Thunder puppet later. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I've harmed us all. Uh, 
<laughs> Thank you, Eric. <laughs> Shrimp, imp, countdown. Uh, <laughs> Marco, uh, what might you have in way of a CSI? All right, CSI. <clears throat> hey, pal. What in the loving jibber jabber, or what in the ever loving jibber jabber is your glassy numb nuts eyes looking at, huh, pal? You got some sort of half hand or soft handed Dr. Pod doughy face problem, huh? Well, you, lo- you, you, you not like my slick fucking hair, or my leather jacket, or my Maserati, or my Fiat, or my musky swarthy demeanor, huh? You, you better go fuck your mom's spaghetti recipe. <laughs> You better go fuck your mom's spaghetti recipe with that notched dick you got there, bringing all this uh, side eye and that stank eye and that bitch eye. <laughs> you fucking worm. Well, you don't like Italians? You you mook-faced Scandinavian fuck? Well, you think, you think you're so good? You're an NCIS, which of course stands for Nattering Curmudgeony Irritating Scandinavian? You probably think I'm some sort of CSI, which is a cranky, surly Italian. Well, fuck you, your grandma, his delightful wife, or whatever bitch-ass European car you rode in on. Tell your wife and your lopsided children <laughs> to eat a whole burlap sack of dicks grown right here in Jersey. Pal. <laughs> oh, that was a pal. I was like, I put two L's. I was like, I don't know what word that is. Now get the fuck out of here! Yeah, yeah. this fucking guy. This fucking guy. Why don't you go home? <laughs> Grab you go your grandma's spaghetti recipe. Uh, really give it to it. Uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, Marco. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, <laughs> locally sourced. Um, <laughs> Well, we source them dicks. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't ship these dicks in. <laughs> they from some these, you, else. You, you, they come off the dock. You could meet the guy whose dick this is. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you, Marco. Uh, hey, Jacqueline. Hey. You've you've gotten uh, those two different CSIs. Uh, one would imagine yours is wildly different. Uh, let, <laughs> let's hear your CSI. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen of the court, it's me, the judge. (laughs) We gather here today to discuss the matter at hand, which is crime. Defendant, (laughs) defendant, you have been found guilty of the crime of two murders. You have murdered twice, and that is unforgivable. You think we're just going to be like, oh, you murdered two people, no big deal? Because it is a big deal, actually. In light of the gravity of your crimes and the harm you've inflicted on your victims, it is the court's duty to ensure that justice is served. I hereby sentence you to attending an improv comedy show. Now, some may feel that that is cruel and unusual. And to that I say, you are right. But did you miss the part where you did murder two times? I think the punishment fits the crime all right. Yes, you heard me right. You are being sentenced to court-sanctioned improv. (laughs) Now, quick, someone give me the name of a country you would go on vacation. I heard somebody say, Jail Island? (laughs) Court adjourned. (laughs) Wouldn't wish it on a two-time murderer. Yeah. (laughs) 
just mm. oh I heard I heard burlap sack of dicks. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we're the wacky yuck yucks. We're gonna give you <laughs> twenty five minutes on burlap sack of dicks. <laughs> uh, I've been doing this too long. Uh, <laughs> I've seen that show. Uh, thank you, Jacqueline. Thank you, all of you. And it's on to segment two. It's bulletin board. Uh, do you have the time or money to hire some guy to just stand around telling everybody who walks by them whatever the hell you want them to know? Of course not! In this economy? Well, that's basically what a bulletin board is, though. And you get to stick it with pins. Try doing that to some guy you hire. And so in bulletin board... You're asked to give us three things you might find on a bulletin board hung in the break room of a of the physical manifestation of a specific imaginary place or concept. Today's largely imaginary place or fantastical concept is the 80s. So, so if there was a totally tubular kitchenette that we could go to in a place called the 80s, tell us what you might find on the break room bulletin board thereof. Uh, three through three, one, so... Three times through one 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 two 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 three three three. Uh, Eric, James Barger, I. Uh, let's hear <laughs> your first item on the break room bulletin board of the eighties. Producing a short film, seeking an experienced artistic director, and then underneath it says, "Sorry, I thought this was the bulletin board for the ads." <laughs> nice, nice. Is it though? <laughs> it is not. <laughs> and I'm bracing myself for the other two bulletin board puns to come. <laughs> you bastard. Uh, <laughs> Marco, your first of three 80s bulletin board items. Break dancers wanted. Mm -hmm. Are you a radical dude and or dudette who, who adopts... A, or who's adept at popping and locking? Mm. Do you carry a five by eight piece of cardboard just in case a breakdance challenge thrusts its rhythm ready fingers your way? Help isn't only wanted, it's hopefully spinning on its head right now. <laughs> Calling all breakdancers. The rec center is about to be bulldozed by yep. greedy corporate tycoons, and the only way to melt their hearts is with a bodacious and mondo gyro floor rock and break and extravaganza. Extravaganza. Mm -hmm. Boom boxes will be provided. <laughs> Call tur Turbo or Laser, who will appear if you play the attached cassette. <laughs> Thanks! Yeah. <laughs> oh, so many rec centers. <laughs> They're always uh, trying to go after the rec center yeah, for some reason. That's, that, was, <laughs> that was what the youth of the 80s spent most of their time doing, is defending rec centers. <laughs> Far it's and wide. It's called a rec center. You know, with all their popping. They gotta and wreck walking. it. <laughs> That's what I think. You're yes. trying to wreck it. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> because they have to build a mall, I believe, is usually what it is. Yeah, probably. Some form of mall. Or an uh, interstate. Or condos. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but where are your malls now, greedy 80s tycoons? They should be rec centers. We're going to reclaim. I don't know. <laughs> your mall is in the internet now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Marco. Uh, I'm I'm glad <laughs> laser or turbo will appear <laughs> if I just pop that cassette in. Uh, Jacqueline, 80s bulletin board item, what have you? Uh, it's a potluck sign-up, but everyone's bringing a different lean cuisine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hope, hope we have enough microwaves. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What, are we going to do this one at a time? We don't, because they're the big ones. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> just five minutes at a time? What are we doing here? You got to stop in the middle and peel the rest of the film back. You got to stab it with a knife. <laughs> uh, Eric, second time around, let's get us started. What's your 80s bulletin board item? Producing a short film. Mm -hmm. Seeking an impressionist who can impersonate Fonzie, realizing that he got bad grades. Mm. And underneath it says, sorry, I thought this was the bulletin board for A days. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I saw it. I, 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 <laughs> I got where you were going. Uh, <laughs> that was... No. No. That, that's... <laughs> I'm trying to be supportive. <laughs> I went on that walk with Eric. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. It was really Eric. good. It was. It, it was. was good. Thank it was good. Um, Marco, <coughs> let's um, <laughs> let's see what directly in your wheelhouse item we've got for your second 80s bulletin board. Axeman requested <laughs> future rock uh, legend... Oh, shit. Uh, my handwriting got bad. Yeah, uh, future rock legends Chrome Lightning are looking for a guitar god to replace their last one, who was a dick. Must have aquanetted hair, dangerous sexy eyes, and the ass of a 15-year-old boy to fit into the spandex you'll be rocking. Bandanas and wayfarers preferred. Guitar skills optional. But if you got them, pogoing arpeggios and double-tapping harmonic squeals are a hell yes. And the more your guitar is shaped like an explosion, the better. Can you play keyboard? You can fucking die. <laughs> um, unless we wrote a number one ballad, in which case you are an awesome dude. Or no, you're an awesome dude, number one hero, cowboy, cool guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Must like songs about chicks, cowboys, underage girls, the bass player fucked, <laughs> the future, the children, and how we just don't care. And if it's not, or, and if, uh, uh, mm -hmm. if interested, please contact the singer's controlling bitch of a wife who's paying you minimum wage and gives you none of the writing credit or publishing rights. Don't worry, the cocaine and groupies now are worth the poverty later. Hails and horns, friends of the devil. Yeah. Oh. Uh, who would have thought the last rock god was a dick? Everybody. That guy was a dick. Fucking guy. <laughs> he outgrew singing, singing songs about underage girls. That's what they're all about, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Marco. Uh, b b b Jacqueline. Sorry, I um, blacked out. Uh, <laughs> Jacqueline, uh, let's hear your second of three 80s bulletin board items. Lost gold necklace with a little vial pendant that holds... Well, don't worry about it, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could hold anything. It's, it's, <laughs> vials are... You know what? It's open to the uh, <laughs> the nose of the beholder. Um... <laughs> Thank you, Jack. That's my <laughs> it's a cocaine necklace you got there. <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh I shit. Mean, why wouldn't it be? It was out the open. Why wouldn't you put it in your shoe or something? <laughs> this is the eighties, man. I guess it doesn't matter. Come on. Flowed like wine. Like <laughs> cocaine wine. Uh <laughs> Eric Sand. Get us out of these goddamn bulletin boards with your third of three from something. All right. 
producing a short film, <laughs> seeking an experienced calligrapher who can write out how a dolphin would say a word with just over seven syllables. And underneath it says, sorry, I thought this was the bulletin board for dolphins. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. Easy mistake. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Eric. Of course. Uh, already back around, Marco. Uh, let's get your last bulletin board item from a magical place called the 80s. Awesome, cool guy needed. Are you like a cop or an ex-cop or an ex-military black bag type guy who can't turn it off? <laughs> well, <laughs> I have got the opportunity for you. A whole gaggle of kung fu ninja type dudes in the, with the stars and the swords and the nunchucks death helicopter jumped onto the roof of the White House. And I need a really cool dude, muscle guy, with quippy one-liners and to knife them into walls and say cool things. Are you that guy? Please contact the chief of police who thinks you're a loose cannon and took you off the case of who killed your wife. Yeah. Yeah. And that last uh, three and a half lines was not good enough to make it into the actual final product. No. <laughs> I can see the the scribble scrabbles. Yes, that's true. Uh, I went on too long about like how you went on too long. Stop chief, it. It was a thing. I can't. I'll stop. <laughs> you can never go what on a too long. Dramatic scene, and the night was like, "This isn't important." No, keep going. You can never go on too long about taking you off the case. Yeah, and then he like the guy turned. Oh. He's like, "We got a call." I like wrote out like the whole like oh, thing, and I'm like, "No, don't." <laughs> the show will go on too long. Already. That's all right. What does it matter anymore? We're in segment two. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. We're... Uh, Jacqueline. Yeah, let's put a bullet in segment two. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that we can get on to the other 60% of the show. Uh, let's hear your third of three uh, 80s bulletin board items. Hey, everybody. It's me, your co-worker, John Hinckley Jr. I'm putting a band <laughs> together, and I'm looking for someone who either plays the guitar or wants to murder the president. It's <laughs> 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 so happy. Come here, Red Gang. The Venn diagram of guitar players and guys that want to kill the president is almost <laughs> a just circle. a complete circle. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> moving on to segment three, it's campaign trail. Uh, did you know that you and me and the dumb guy with all the terrible opinions are all in charge of picking the people to do the jobs of spending our taxes? It's true! And the only way these people, uh, that for some reason want this job, can tell us uh, about how qualified they are is by going around speeching about themselves. It's totally weird. And in Campaign Trail, our panelists are asked to give us their stump speeches, drumming up support for your particular candidate in their particular races for the following posts, positions, and platforms. Not a very good read, but we're moving on. Eric Barger, yeah. let's hear your speech. You are a can of chicken and stars soup running for president of the pantry. All right. <clears throat> Well, if you hated those puns, <laughs> strap in, my friend, because... Ooh. Soup. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I am oh, nice. a can of Campbell's Chicken and Star Soup, otherwise known as Bernie Candors. Mm -hmm. Now, the pie marys are coming up, which means that I need your support 
on this soap Tuesday. <laughs> now, <laughs> now my opponents will claim that for a Campbell's soup, my views are too progresso. <laughs> but I don't think they're too progresso. Let me ask you this. What is so progresso about universal shelf care? They have it in Canada Dry. They have it in Frisland. They're even making advancements in China cabinet. Mm -hmm. So why is shelf care only accessible to the ultra melty? It's because the rich foods just want to get richer. And when I say rich, I mean full bodied with robust flavor. Yeah. Now, I will work to destabilize the ultra rich, such as Jeff Old Bezos. But I need you to get out and vote on this Soup Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> now, there's another issue I need to talk about. We have too many bread products in the pantry already. And yet, every time the guy who stocks us is at the store, he thinks he needs more hot dog buns, then comes home to find a half-used pack of hot dog buns squished under some tortillas. Yet somehow, he squishes those hot dog buns under the other hot dog buns, doesn't use them, and then buys more hot dog buns. We need clear laws surrounding bun control. The, N <laughs> the NRA, the National Rye Roll Association, has tried to block these laws at every turn. And my opponent has accepted donations from the National Rye Roll Association. But we all know my campaign has been a grassroots campaign, which means that I don't accept donations from super PACs or from value packs or even from family sizes. I am funded by you, the single servings. So remember, I need you to get out and vote on this Soup Tuesday. Thank you. And let's go out with my campaign song. My pantry tis of the sweet land of split pea of the icing. Soup Tuesday. <laughs> Thank you. Eric, um, we had someone uh, join us in the theater in the middle of that, and I would I would try to explain what was going on, but I don't know that it would help. So <laughs> I was a can of soup. Yeah. No. Being uh, hi. This is campaign trail. <laughs> We're they're doing campaign speeches for things. Mark or Eric just did a campaign speech for canned chicken and star soup running for president of the pantry. But I didn't need to tell you that. That was clear. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Eric. Uh, Marco. Oh man, just uh, the whole show. I just noticed. I'm just teeing things up for you. So I hope you don't know. I hope you. <laughs> uh, Marco, you are a wishing well. Running for a position on the Council of Wizards. Fellow magical brethren, <laughs> it is I, the Wounded Stone Wishing Well, son of Moss Stone, one on a long line of wishing wells, and before that, wells, who hath blanketed this fair land for millennia. I know my request to join the Council of Wizards was caused quite a stir in the forest of Arkenstria, 
but Zexana, the Death Giver, is is worthy of such unorthodox dramatics. Her and her army of skull ogres is approaching the crystal gates of Castagna, and those hollowed walls have not been touched by evil in 600 years. But I'll be quick to my point. The council needs as many magical creatures as possible to prevent her black-veiled reign. I must not... Uh, no. <laughs> I might not have the eyes to see the pr- uh, approaching hordes, or the legs to run and give you warning, nor the arms to wield the scepters and bows, but I bring a magic your ice and fire solely need, or sorely needs. Luck. I can grant your wishes, and you will need every ounce of fortune you can muster <laughs> to defeat. The armies of the Under Fortress. Also, I am loaded, just flush with oh. coinage. <laughs> Peasants drop willy-nilly, and you'll need like all the treasure in the kingdom to pay for this war. Sure. So please, I beg of you, grant me a, uh, a space in this council of wizards. I have already got my hat, because <laughs> they have those little, those little tops sometimes. <laughs> it's like a little roof. Yeah. It's like a little pointy roof. <laughs> Now I'll ne- <coughs> now I'll never see a wishing well without thinking that it's got a wizard hat on. I was pretty oh, happy about that. That's adorable. <laughs> you somehow made wishing wells more adorable. How'd you do that? <laughs> they have jaunty hats. Oh. <laughs> yeah, with little cranks and rope. I don't know how that uh, works into the hat equation. I just couldn't stop myself. Uh, Jacqueline. Hi there. Hey. Hey. One would assume you've got a campaign speech. Sure I do. (laughs) (laughs) Who's it for, from, and what's it about uh, in reference to? Well, let me explain. You are an old milk crate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, wait, there's more. Uh, (laughs) Running for another term as living room furniture in a young adult's second apartment. Oh, Ah, I know, yeah. right? See, there's layers. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, gentlemen, and secondhand furniture, I stand before you today a milk crate that has been purposed and repurposed, ever remaining as flexible as I am durable. I want to thank those of you who have supported my candidacy from the beginning. It was your votes that elected me Scott's end table of 2020, <laughs> and it's your votes that will help me stay in office in 2024. If you open a dictionary and look up the word humble beginnings fraught with many challenges, you'll see a photo of me as a baby. Would you believe that the self-made milk crate standing before you today once crated milk? (laughs) Of course, I (laughs) I would be doing Scott a great disservice if I didn't acknowledge that he was the first person to ever see my true potential. Scott, if you're listening, thank you. Thank you for flipping me upside down next to your futon and fitting more empty beer cans on me than I ever thought possible. (laughs) These past four years have been an honor, and I'm counting on your vote in this upcoming election. Fellow furniture, Scott is moving into his girlfriend's place. (laughs) My opponent, a new in-box IKEA end table, is an immigrant. (laughs) That's right. He's a damn Swede. 
the PC police will come after me for this, but the Swedish know how to do two things and two things only, make meatballs and break my heart. I will not elaborate. In 2020, you'll recall my slogan was, change is good. Of course, referring to the fact that I once assisted in transporting jugs of milk, but was repurposed into an end table for an 18-year-old. In light of my opponent, who you know is Dagstorp or whatever the shit, <laughs> trying to remove me from office, I'm unveiling my new slogan for 2024. Embrace tradition. Reject change. I was wrong before. Change is bad, actually. God bless. Yeah. Oh. Oh, sometimes politics gets dirty. <laughs> and you don't feel good about yourself, but... I feel great. <laughs> well, <clears throat> so should Scott. <laughs> so versatile. Uh, thank you all. That was a uh, campaign trail. Uh, on to segment four. It's angry poems. You have feelings. Beautiful feelings. Beautiful, angry feelings. And you like to write words that kind of sound like other words at the ends of every other sentence. You're practically 90% already doing this prompt without me even asking. In writing an angry poem... You're asked to, uh, to poem, angrily, about the following subjects. Eric Barger. Yeah. Let's hear your angry poem about Creek. 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 Well, Jesse, wouldn't you believe it? I actually found a real angry poem oh. about a creek, as written by Charlton Willerpence who we all remember from my stab bit on April 29th, 2021. Now, he was a writer in the year 1882, and he was also famous for burning himself by grabbing fistfuls of electrical wire. Mm -hmm. Now, I searched through old libraries far and wide, and I found this poem from 1882 from a written by Charlton Willerpence. Here we go. <clears throat> Twas a glorious evening, a night such as this, when I went to the creek for a midsummer's piss. I rushed to the marshes to release in the bog, <laughs> when just in my vision, I spotted a frog. How quaint, I thought, a frog in a creek. But nothing shall stop me from taking this leak. Mm -hmm. So I pulled up down my pants, held my Johnson with pride, when I noticed the frog's eyes open quite wide. That's funny, I thought. It holds its head steady. It's opened its mouth, its tongue at the ready. The truth hit me too late as the tongue started to fly. I believe that this frog thinks my Johnson's a fly. Well, it makes perfect sense, for my Johnson is small. Why, it barely stands at half an inch tall. And the color matches, too, for I recently learned that touching electric wire will cause you to burn. I put wire to my Johnson when I let down my guard, so the skin on my Johnson is blackened and charred. And oh, my testes, those poor shriveled things, they're thin and translucent. Why, they look like wings. <laughs> Put the pieces together, and you cannot deny my tiny burnt genitals look just like a fly. So back to our tale, the frog let out its tongue to ensnare the area where my jo small Johnson hung. It made contact, and still thinking that it was a bug, 
the frog tightened its tongue and started to tug. The pain was too much. Release me, you heathen. My Johnson is not a fly to be eaten. I slapped at the tongue to make it go away. When a second frog tried to join the soiree, with a leap and a bound and a tongue so unwanted, a second frog attached its tongue to my Johnson. <laughs> Two frogs, I exclaimed. Oh, please disperse. I thought that this evening could never get worse. But those weren't the only frogs who thought they had a catch. By the end of the night, 15 frogs were attached. <laughs> I rushed to the house, screaming for medical. Fifteen frogs dangling from my genitals. Before the doctor spoke, I knew what was true. Their tongues were too sticky. There was nothing to do. And because I lived a life without caution, fifteen dead frogs stay attached to my Johnson. And I'll let you look if ever you care to peek. But trust me, my friends, stay away from the creep. Wow. Yeah. Forgot about. Wow. Forgot about Creek that entire time. Uh, that was very impressive. It was. It was. It took a sharp left turn from what everybody assumed was a frog that was really into water sports. Uh, no, just me. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> think so. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, we thought we all thought that frog was gonna love being peed on, but no, Eric. Eric doesn't when <laughs> oh, when sports. you're expecting a zig. Eric zags and has 15 <laughs> frogs attached to a charred Johnson. Uh, <laughs> thank you. You were Eric. expecting basic piss humor. Yeah, but well. it's burnt dick humor. <laughs> That's a whole nother level. Thank you, Eric. Uh, well. So we've heard Eric's uh, angry poem about uh, Creek, like barely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, it's a jumping off it's point. It's a jumping off point, exactly. Uh, so let's hear Marco Cabote's uh, angry poem about sleek. 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 <laughs> Smooth contours, bitchy curves. <laughs> you slink and slip, I fray of nerves. I curse and plod, my frame is dull, for I am not sleek. I am torpid, full. <laughs> I creak and shake, you dance and dip. I wheeze and wince, you chirp and skip. I always stumble, my knees creak. You always ascend, for you are sleek. Mm. Yeah. I think I wrote a real poem on you kinda did. that. You kind of did. I didn't really mean to. Yeah, no, that was. I did it, and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh. Stupid I, art. Yeah. Can I somehow have somebody pee on somebody? Oh. I know Eric had a pee poem. And yeah. I was like, oh, I should have wrote a pee poem. How many times? How many times have I said that? <laughs> Not just in this show. Uh, thank you, Marco. So, Jacqueline, mm-hmm. we've had uh, a poem about creek. Mm. We've had an angry poem about sleek, mm. or a sexy poem about sleek. I'm not sure. <laughs> Not sure what happened there. Wink. Uh, <laughs> my pants will never tell. Um, <laughs> so let's let's then uh, hear your angry poem about meek. Meek. Oh, Jesse, <laughs> why give me meek? What is it that you seek? Do you take me for a geek? 
Hose from Mozambique to dispose of bros that's meek. But does meeker mean weaker? Test tubes and beakers? Some dirty socks and sneakers? An elderly antiquer with a stinky, squishy squeaker? Brown nose for clothes that's chic and just to pose it, so to speak. The iron chic. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I should know by now. The Iron Sheik is the punctuation on <laughs> on, on everything you've got. That's the my iron. get her done. <laughs> <laughs> the Iron Sheik. <laughs> and a hearty good night to you, jabronis. Uh, uh, well, that gets us to segment five already. See, you thought it was going slow, and then we just crept up on you. It's segment five. It's podcasting. Uh, podcasts continue to be a thing, no matter how much we try to drive the medium into the ground. But the thing about podcasts, the thing that we prove every week, is that literally anyone can do it. And in podcasts, your job is to prove the hell out of that by giving us the rundowns or recaps of the podcasts you might hear from these various persons, things, or what have yous on these specific niche subjects. Uh, Eric Barger. What you need? Let's hear uh, your podcast, hosted by Lego people. <laughs> All right, really serving me up on this one. <clears throat> there we go. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mega Blocks Big World, the podcast where we discuss the issues surrounding being a Lego person in a world dominated by humans. I am your host. Darth Maul, and of course, I am as always. I am joined by my two co-hosts, Green Goblin and Soccer Player. How are you two doing? <laughs> Can the Spider-Man come out to play? <laughs> no, he was the guest on our last episode. How are you, Soccer Player? Still kicking. <laughs> <laughs> that never gets old. Now, today I want to talk about something that affects every Lego. And that's body shaming. Have you two ever dealt with this? Oh, you wouldn't believe. It feels like I can't walk down the street without being called at. Whoa, look at those short legs. Whoa, look at that flat chest. Now, obviously, these are compliments I want to hear from my partner, but I just don't want to hear it as I'm walking down the street. I know, it's 2023, but sometimes it feels like we've gone back to the 1980s. Back to formula? <laughs> That's right, Green Goblin. Back to formula. Thanks for that input. Now, what humans need to understand is that our bodies just aren't equipped for everyday human activities. For sure. You know, just the other day, I went out with good friend of the pod, man in corn costume. <laughs> and first of all, they didn't have a little fl a floor with little bumps, so we could barely walk around. Yeah, you, 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 you know what I've heard is that Massachusetts just put out a law that says all floors now need to have little bumps. Uh, so, uh, 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 yes. And then they served us a piece of sourdough, and I'm like, uh, what am I supposed to do? This is what I use as a bed. Finish it! FINISH IT! I couldn't finish it, Green Goblin. It was too big. Well, my friends, Legos aren't the only f toys out there to receive discrimination, which is why today we're joined by a very special guest. So please welcome to the pod, a cuddly shrimp imp. Hello, thank you for having me. 
<laughs> well, thank you for being here. Now, as I understand it, you actually had something you wanted to bring up with us. That's right. I went on a date the other day with Green Goblin, and he never called me back. Whoa, Green Goblin, anything to say? I offered you friendship, and you spat in my face. The only thing you offered me was sexual relations, and then your little claw hands burst my excrement sack. Whoa, 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 <laughs> see, now cuddly shrimp imp, that's the kind of language we shouldn't be using, little claw hands. MJ and I are gonna have a hell of a time! Whoa, you're already <laughs> seeing somebody else? Oh, I thought that we could maybe settle this here and get an apology, but I have to have my friend beat you up. Oh, little frog! Hey, I heard you got a problem with my friend. So, hmm. What? I'm Darth Maul. Why is this frog looking at me? Hey, <laughs> you look like a char, a tasty charred burnt Johnson. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh God! I thought you were gonna say I look like a fly, but I guess actually this whole time you enjoyed the taste of charred burnt Johnsons, and you eat flies thinking that they're charred burnt Johnsons. Oh God! <laughs> oh, he's got his tongue out. He's got his tongue on me. Oh God! Somebody help! Freeze! This is a semi-automatic, fully loaded, close-range bun. And I'm not afraid to use it! Oh, I don't care! I want to eat a charred, burnt Johnson! Hey! Deez! Alright, pause! Thank you, kids, for watching the short film that I've been producing. I produced it as a proof of concept for the Cuddly Shrimp Imps TV series. Now I'll give you all $14 to march down to Nickelodeon and do the Shrimp Imp Countdown. Come on, kids, let's go! <laughs> oh, and you said you didn't have enough time to make puppets. Uh, <laughs> I literally made that. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. <laughs> Oh, <clears throat> you know, <laughs> seeing how you tie everything together at the end of every show um, is always a joy. <laughs> oh, thank Eric, you. how can people enjoy more Eric Barger in their lives? Well, oh my gosh, I've got a, a freaking shit ton of things. But yeah. okay, so uh, my partner and I have produced one season of a uh, a series mm -hmm. called Raptor on a Horse, which is very fun. You can find it on Instagram at Raptor on a Horse. Uh, it's, oh, excuse me. Um, you can find just me on Instagram at It Electric, uh, where I have lots of uh, fun videos uh, mm -hmm. where I make fun of stupid ass uh, Instagram trends. Sure. And uh, last but not least, um, you can find me on Spotify under the artist name EJB1. I have a comedy album called Party Animal, parentheses, songs by a guy you don't want at your party. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, and also, if you want, if you like string art, hit oh, me yeah. up on Instagram because I, uh, make commissioned string art, <laughs> uh, and it's very fun. Here's... Oh, Here's one of um, a tangela in fishnet stockings. Uh, so there you go. 
<laughs> yeah. So there you go. That's all my plugs. I'm sure all of you will find me everywhere. Oh, yeah. So many ways to enjoy Eric. Thank you, Eric. So much fun, as Thank usual. Um, Marco, one, uh, I'm sorry, but two, this was just a way for you to just get this out. Um, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was confused as to whether or not you knew. Oh, I, like, I understand your feelings. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which is why um, we've asked to hear your uh, recap of a podcast uh, that takes place uh, from within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Hi, I'm Ricky Sorensen, and you're listening to the Everyone I Know Died and Then They Just Came Back podcast, <laughs> where we'll discuss how fucking weird the world got around 2008 or so and has only became an insufferable and confusing mess ever since. <laughs> I was playing catch with my son, and he turned to dust with my wife and six kids, and I had no idea what was happening. Then my hamster buckaroo bonsai turned to fucking dust also. Everyone in my family and extended family also turned to dust. Any, any, anyway, I guess a purple space version of the, the brother from the Goonies snapped his finger while wearing a magic glove, so everyone I loved was killed because he got all the glowstones. But it's okay because everyone came back and I got to have all of the pain. I get to, ha I, I get to have all that pain twice now <laughs> instead of just once at the end. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. Anyway, this is my podcast, and <laughs> here are some of the topics we'll discuss in different episodes. Why is that one billionaire robot man like a guy sometimes that we like? <laughs> what Norse mythology is real, but like a shitty half-assed version of it? What's up with that? Mm -hmm. Why didn't my hamster come back? <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Jurassic Park guy is a space person. Here's my proof in this episode. Mm -hmm. In the next episode, <laughs> how come so many pretty people got awesome powers and my life is so shitty? That's fair. There's a guy who's an ant guy, but he gets real big. What's up with that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> In this episode, there's a discussion about how, how I or my loved ones will get killed by a different space or quantum person because everyone's life is a nightmare from now, which we never escape. Yay. In episode eight, I went to the DMV today and I got blowed up because <laughs> the DMV got blowed up and the Spider-Man shot me with his web, but it didn't come off and now I can't get it off in the shower. <laughs> Number nine episode. Mm -hmm. Oh, my hamster did come back. It just didn't come back in its cage. Now he's dead for real. <laughs> <laughs> in episode 10, the Hulk smashed my car, but State Farm said that's not covered. <laughs> and finally, why didn't why did they wait till all this shit really sucked until they let the girls do anything? <laughs> I talked about this with my wife in this episode who got hit in the face from debris from that raccoon with the big gun. <laughs> There's a hella smart raccoon. This is just just bitching about shit. He's just he's just like out there doing that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's an episode 13 of a podcast which was called <laughs> Everyone I know died and then they just came back. Mhm. Mm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, you've got 13 episodes <laughs> outlined. You might as well do it at this point. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, I do just want to do it. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah. There's a building and it blew up and then lasers. And I, I don't know. I live in Iowa. I didn't... Yeah. It really doesn't affect them that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Outside of New York City. It's just a... There's some little farming towns in the middle yeah. of nowhere. They're like, do you hear about the space people? <laughs> Shot a laser? Mm. Yeah, well, There's that'll a happen. a big green guy. That'll, well, if you go to the city, that'll happen. I guess that's so. Why I just, that's why I got to stay out here. I never left. Farm corn. Yeah. And hamsters. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Marco, how can people get more Marco Capote in their lives? I'm going to be doing the Squad Patrol show next month. We're doing a Halloween spooktacular, yeah. except it's not called that. It's called Monsters, Mayhem, and Murder. Sure. And it's got Kevin's going to be a skeleton. No, he's going to be a, a Frankenstein. Ah, sure. But everybody's going to be monsters, yeah. so they have to get makeup. It's going to be pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You make it so difficult. I know. It's real hard. <laughs> It's funny because then Kevin has to get dressed up as a Frankenstein, mm -hmm. and then I laugh. <laughs> you, you have started just building shows around how you can discomfort Kevin. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And then justify you, the rest of the show the around least. it. Yeah, like Kevin's the nicest man, and I'll just be like, "You piece of shit, I love you." Yeah, you piece of shit, and I'll just build shows around. It's complicated relationship. Complicated uh, relationship, Marco Cabotti. Thank you, Marco. So good, uh, Jacqueline. Before we get to your uh, podcast, how can people get more Jacqueline Wyan where they work in bank? Uh, they can't, and that's <laughs> yeah. how I like it. Yeah. Um, but I'm getting back out there with stand up in theory, so yeah. I'll be around. Sure. So when you need to know, Jacqueline will let you know. Yeah. Uh, well, then how about we get right to you wrapping up this program before we get to the voting portion. And you know what? I mean, we, we, some, I mean, they were here for half, at least half of it. Does that count? Can we give people balance? I don't know. We'll see. Um, <laughs> Jacqueline, let's wrap up this program with your podcast uh, hosted by the Neighborhood Busybody. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Sue's News. <laughs> If you're joining us for the first time, hello, my name is Sue. I'm a proud mother of eight cats and an aspiring journalist. I'm just about to head out for a walk around my neighborhood. Won't you join me? Close the door behind you. The cats will get out. <laughs> this is my favorite house in the neighborhood. Isn't it just lovely? It was built in the 40s. They don't make them like that anymore. Mm. Jim lives there. His mom died last week. And I asked him if he wanted me to bring over a big old pot of spaghetti. And he said, no, thank you. And I just think that's weird, don't you? <laughs> Hi, Jim! <laughs> I wish he'd take those jack-o'-lanterns down. It's November 3rd. Oh, there's Barb! Hi, Barb! Did you hear about Jim's mom? I know, they were really close. Hey, Barb, if your mom died, wouldn't you love to have a big old pot of spaghetti? <laughs> exactly! I said the same thing. Okay, bye, Barb! Barb just got a divorce. <laughs> she must have been the only person who didn't see it coming. <laughs> oh. Oh. You know, I just feel for those kids. That blue house across the street has lesbians. <laughs> how do they... How do I say this? How do they have a baby? Because they have a baby. And I was like, I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Ever hear of those little free libraries? 
Barb always leaves steamy romance novels in there. There are kids in this neighborhood. I don't think it's right. Mm. <laughs> so I grab them all up as soon as I see her stop by. You, sh <laughs> you should leave something if you're going to take something. So that's what I do with all my old phone books. <laughs> well, there's the last house on the block. They're Catholics. Well, that's our show. <laughs> Join us next time where I interview Barb's ex-husband's former mistress, current fiance, Kendall. I'll ask her the tough questions like, where did you get that shirt? I like it. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> Thank you, Jacqueline. <clears throat> Normally, this is where the jaunty goodbye music comes up, but now it's the jaunty voting time music. So go ahead and do that. Yeah, that. Oh, thank you. Um, oh, and the voting online, guys. Voting. Is, oh, you passed out. Bounced. You've, okay, good. All right. Well, Corey has been on it, so we got all these votes going. Uh, and yes, online audience, voting is open. You've got like a minute and a half. I don't know. I made it two minutes. Um, so yeah, everybody, get your votes in. This is the first of the semi-final round. So. Uh, Whoever wins, let me know if you're available in three weeks. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so welcome, folk. Welcome, I assume, here for the 9 o'clock show. Good to have you. Uh, we appreciate that very much. Oh, man, now I'm going to do all this? All right. Uh, why do I still use paper? I know, I know. Okay, there's one of those. Oh, there's... Uh, why did everybody have to be good so there'd be votes for everybody? I'm going to deal with that now? Math. Okay. Um, cool. So there's those. Let's see what the online audience has to say. Have you had a tie yet? Um, we got very close. Um, if you have a tie? I do not Everyone know. Everyone kisses. <laughs> yeah. We turn out the lights, and then it's just smooches. Uh, and whoever I think kissed the best wins. <laughs> I'm on I don't make the rules, except I do. <laughs> and I made that one specifically. <laughs> Um, I thought two minutes wasn't very long, but every time two minutes seems like an eternity for the online vote. So we're waiting for that. Gonna see. Two minutes always seems like an eternity to you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Gotcha. Oh zing! Oh me and my chard. <laughs> Fly beloved dong. Uh, all right. Uh, semifinal. Oh, yes, all of the semifinals will probably be this good. Who do we have next week? I don't think I have enough time to pull up that spreadsheet. Um, there's uh, Molly Doan, Cameron Schmidt, and woo, Dana Bryant. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So that's next. Week. Fire emoji. Fire emoji. Fire emoji. Yeah, that's a, that's a hot panel, folks. It's too much. That's a hot it's panel. Too much. All three of them are crazy. Uh, then Daniel Kesnich, Michelle, Michelle Petro, and Jeff. Brown in the final, uh, October 6th, the final semifinal. Okay, that should be done. Sorry, you guys, this is so late. Uh, ooh, ooh, well, that changes a lot of things. What the? Okay. I think he's making this up. Yeah. It doesn't seem real when he's like, oh, oh, whoa, this just coming in. Hmm, <laughs> hmm, okay. 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 That's, uh, you guys are very. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does that yeah. mean? What are you talking about? <laughs> Ooh, that happened. Very no. handsome. <laughs> all right. So, online audience and in-person audience all tallied up. 
We've got a winner, and they'll be joining us next week. Uh, I, well, can I? Are they the same votes as in person? No, probably not. You didn't vote twice, did you? Yeah, because you're in the chat too. Uh, <laughs> no. All right. So our winner. With. Yep. Yeah. You. Uh, <laughs> 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 effectively means nothing. <laughs> Cancel yeah. each other out. Yeah. That'll be fun. <laughs> Just make everything that we're doing here even more meaningless. Uh, <laughs> uh, so moving on. Next week, our first final, or not next week, in three weeks, uh, October 13th, I believe, our first finalist, uh, it's Eric Barger. Yay. Uh, and do I have enough time to get over to I do. That was the Stab Show. Thank you all for joining us. And, of course, a special thank you to our amazing panel, Eric Barger, Marco Cabote, and Jacqueline Wyan. Now, next week, as I mentioned, we've got our second semifinal contest featuring Cameron Schmidt, Dana Bryant, and Molly Doan. I know it because I wrote it down. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, say, did you like the show you just watched and or heard? Well, why not hear over 300 more of them via the podcast provider of your choice? Maybe not all at once. Just take it slow. Uh, you can, and you should, subscribe, review, and share the Stab Show with someone you think needs it in their lives. Be that hero. And that's all the time we have for you tonight. So until next time, I've been your host, Jesse Jones, reminding you to do what makes you happy. You just might find it makes someone else happy, too. Aww, right? Uh, good night! Wow.